Toasty here from Games with Toasty. Thanks for popping in. Today we are going to be looking at Pokemon Unite and discuss what could have been done to make it a much better game that was significantly more child friendly than its current iteration. But before we get to that, let's just quickly discuss Pokemon as a whole. Me being in my late 20s, I was a child when Pokemon first came around. So I am what the cool kids would call a Gen 1-er. I started with Pokemon Red, I then moved on to Pokemon Yellow before jumping over to Generation 2, where I completely skipped Silver and Gold and leaped straight on top of Crystal instead. At this point, I'd gotten a little bit tired of the series, so I skipped every generation, just about, up until the release of Soul Silver and Heart Gold. Following that, I had another little hiatus where I then jumped onto Pokemon Shield and got my son, Pokemon Sword. So whilst my experience isn't necessarily extensive, because I had massive generational gaps in my play, I guess, I was still introduced to Pokemon at the start of the franchise, and the bullshit that is Pokemon has persisted since then. Even from Generation 1, the fact that Pokemon Red and Blue both existed simultaneously and needed to be played together and owned at least by two people, or one person twice, was always a little bit bullshit. But as a child, you don't notice that. You go, oh cool, I can play Pokemon with my friends, providing that I have a link cable that nobody owns, and they have a different copy of the game than me. They are essentially the same games being sold twice, and honestly, the reason for this is because quite a large portion of the fan base will double dip. Many people will buy both versions of each generation's copy, and if there's a third release, like say Crystal, they'll also buy that. The biggest insult here though, is that that third release isn't even a complete game in and of itself. You still can't actually get every Pokemon in Pokemon when you buy say Pokemon Yellow. You still need to have another friend, or own yourself, blue or red or whatever other copy of the game you require just to complete the game and get all the Pokemon. It's always been bullshit and it's always been done under the guise of cooperation and cooperative play. But in reality, what it is, is a ploy to sell the same game multiple times to the same person. Possibly three times or four times in the case of Sun and Moon, which both got, I think, ultra versions of themselves. There was four games that generation and they were all essentially the same game. And of course, people bought them. Adults who were children when Pokemon was first a thing have been indoctrinated to think that this kind of uh, this kind of model is acceptable when it's not and the children of these adults also think that because their parents don't see anything wrong with it so it's a cycle that will probably last forever no matter how much backlash gets levied towards this archaic practice, this bullshit practice that continues to exist even to this day. Moving on from the mainline series of Pokemon games, Pokemon Go is next up on the discussion block. For quite some time now, Pokemon Go has had loot boxes. They pretend they aren't loot boxes and the mainstream media have on multiple occasions claimed that they aren't loot boxes, but what they are is insidious microtransactions that are quite literally loot boxes and by extension, gambling. These loot boxes exist purely to give Niantic and Nintendo copious amounts of money 
usually from the pockets of babes. Now, this is not a good thing. This is terrible and is a symptom of a larger issue within Nintendo and how they treat free-to-play games. Nintendo are actually surprisingly competent at keeping their fully priced AAA games supported and updated. Many of their games have free updates that roll in well over a year after release and the few games that have paid DLC have substantial DLC for a reasonable price. The issue is the free to play market is incredibly lucrative and Nintendo absolutely abuse that with Mario Kart, with Pokemon Go and with Fire Emblem Heroes. The fact that Pokemon is primarily a children's game and they are exploiting those children to fill their pockets is especially disgusting and this is where we get onto Pokemon Unite. Pokemon Unite is actually a surprisingly competent MOBA. Games of Pokemon Unite are incredibly quick which is unusual for a MOBA. They last around about 10 minutes as opposed to the usual 30 and essentially distill the MOBA formula into a very easy to learn and digest bite-sized experience. Pokemon Unite gives you a couple of Pokemon from the start and you progressively earn more Pokemon as you play through in-game events. You also gain currency in which you can purchase Pokemon for exorbitant prices through gameplay. This currency trickles in very slowly and the cost of Pokemon are very high. So you are encouraged to buy gems with real world money to expedite this weight to buy Pokemon quicker. Again, taking this back to children, children want to play with their favourite Pokemon and their favourite Pokemon is trapped behind paywalls. So what Nintendo want is for children to spend whatever money they have or whatever money their parents have on getting these Pokemon that they want so desperately but don't have the time to invest the numerous hours it would take of consistent gameplay to just unlock the cheapest of the cheap Pokemon in that lineup. This is not uncommon for MOBAs, but it is not the only way they've existed. Case and point, look at Defense of the Ancients 2 or Dota 2. Dota 2's entire roster is free. You download the game for free, you have the entire roster for free. You can play the game and experience every character for free. The only thing that costs money or at least cost money when I was playing was cosmetics and cosmetics are the least egregious form of microtransaction because it doesn't have any kind of pay to win elements. It has its own issues that we're not going to get into here but when it comes to a game directed at children and a game about Pokemon which is incredibly successful in that market, locking all the Pokemon behind a paywall is beyond insidious. It would have made so much more sense in terms of tailoring a kiddie MOBA to the target audience instead of manipulating that target audience into funneling copious amounts of cash into their bottomless vault. That's still not even the worst offence in Pokemon Unite. Pokemon Unite is inherently paid to win, not because the Pokemon that you can buy are better than the Pokemon you might get for free, but because of the item mechanics in Pokemon Unite that require a ludicrous amount of grinding to power up. If items just existed and were set at a base level and could never be improved, this would be fine. But of course, people want more money from your children, so what they do is you can upgrade these items over time, 
via resources that are drip fed to you during play or you can spend money to do it instantly. Like I said, this makes Pokemon Unite pay to win. These items have surprisingly drastic effects on gameplay and I tested it out. I took a basic item, I invested all of my resources to power it up to max, slapped it on a Snorlax and suddenly, and my Snorlax, who was already a pretty powerful Pokemon, was now smacking around unupgraded Pokemon like they were made of nothing. It was a noticeable increase in early game power and in a game about applying and then maintaining pressure, it becomes clearer that these items are key to your success in the game and therefore you either need to grind a slowly fed currency for a long time at a weakened state or spend money to upgrade those items immediately to the highest possible variant of that item. Not only that, each Pokemon can hold three items and not all items are necessarily effective with all Pokemon. Therefore, you essentially, at the bare minimum, triple the amount of money you need to spend to make the perfect Pokemon loadout. And then if you wanted to play a alternative Pokemon with a different item build, you would then need to spend even more money to get those items maxed out as well. No matter how good it may or may not be from a gameplay mechanics standpoint is completely undermined by greedy corporate wankers who are looking to make a shit ton of money off of the vulnerable and off of children. Now, I tweeted about Pokemon Unite and my experiences with my first couple of games and from the get-go, I said that there's a serious danger that Pokemon Unite will end up being some kind of predatory, money-guzzling machine designed to pilfer pennies from children. And I was proven correct, but I was proven correct in ways that I wasn't expecting. The fact that it's pay to win was something I was absolutely blindsided by and makes Pokemon Unite one of the most disgusting free-to-play games on the Switch. Now, am I saying you should stop playing Pokemon Unite if you enjoy it? No. What you do in your spare time is entirely on you. What I would urge people to do, however, is to take a moment to think about the impact the games people play can have on other people. These games are predatory, and if you don't feel that pull, that's simply because you aren't the target. The bait has been laid not for you, but for the quote-unquote whales that developers and publishers most desperately want to catch. Honestly, the industry in its current state is just varying layers of bullshit. So many cancerous things have been festering in this industry for so long that it's gotten to the point now where you just have to pick your poison. And if Pokemon Unite is your poison, then feel free to indulge in it. But as with the lawsuit against Activision Blizzard and the bullshit around Ubisoft and the crunch periods at Naughty Dog and the ignored reports about Insomniac and all the other issues like CD Projekt Red that constantly ooze from the underbelly of the industry. Something needs to be done, and I am far from qualified to say what that is, what actually needs to change or what needs to happen to enact that change. All I can say is that I will no longer be playing Pokemon Unite, and my reasons for doing so are well covered in this podcast, 
and I urge you to do whatever the hell you want because the industry is fucked and if you are a gamer you'll be indulging in some form of bullshit one way or another. Pick your poison, stick with it, that's entirely up to you. But I think it's safe to say that the industry with its fascination with children has started to venture into the realms of humongous metaphorical electronic paedophile as opposed to an actual legitimate form of child entertainment. Anyway, that's it from me today. Feel free to drop a comment about your thoughts on the current state of the industry and of Pokemon Unite. Do you like Pokemon Unite? Is this the poison you've chosen to ingest? Have you spent money on it? Did you feel pressured to spend money? Or did you do that of your own volition? I genuinely want to know. And more importantly, do you have kids who play Pokemon Unite and have they started to pester you about buying things for them on their Pokemon dispensary machine? In any case, make sure to follow my friend and colleague Powerdunk and his podcast, also known as Powerdunk, because he is a fantastic bloke who deserves way more support than he's getting. Until next time, happy gaming.